Yeah, <laughs> oh, come on. He never pulls it. He never pulls it. That's right. That's Alec Baldwin's least favorite part of Shoot to Thrill by ACDC. <laughs> the part where they say, pull the trigger. Right? I don't know why they ruined the song with it. Yeah, well, anyone who's ever handled a gun like Alec Baldwin knows that nobody ever actually pulls the trigger. It just pulls itself. Oh, you point, it goes off when it wants to. That's right. And if anyone's to blame, it's the uh, the people who, um, you know, designed the set and, uh, you know, direct the scene. I blame the girl for standing in front of it. <laughs> Come on. Have a little situational awareness, you know? <laughs> you got an animal in front of you with a gun. Get out of the way. <laughs> Dude, Alec Baldwin, man. Uh, well, you know, we, we like to jump right into things sometimes, right, Mike? That's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I just uh, heard you say that while the song was playing. Oh, yeah. Did you get the docket? I just loaded it up right now. I see he's on there. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Number one on the docket, man. I relish any opportunity where Alec Baldwin is in the news. And lately, let's say over the last few years or so, uh, he's basically only in the news because of that woman he killed and refuses to admit <laughs> that he shot the gun, right? That's literally absurd. killed the woman, wounded another guy. Two people, one bullet. I know, man. Not many snipers have that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quietly obsessed with this story. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they finished shooting the movie, by the way. They, like, wrapped it up months ago. Oh, yeah. For sure. You had to. <laughs> they filmed it. I think that's incredible. Yeah, eventually, the, you know, the investors want their money. Yes, the Harvey Weinsteins of the world. Yeah, you know, fucking all the actresses is great, but I'm in it for the money. Right, the blowjobs are just part of the perk. Yeah, I, I mean, what do you, I mean, I have all the money in the world, I can buy all the blowjobs I want, you know? <laughs> the freebie once in a while, yeah, just nice. All right, since I have so many things on the docket today, and there's honestly, folks, slow news day, nothing going on in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's... There's nothing going on. I, I'm sorry. It's hard to throw a podcast together these days. There's simply just nothing to it's talk like about. It's like we're back in 2019. It's crazy, man. Everything was so calm. So calm. So boring, man. It's just like, what do we got, right? We got nothing. We got uh, Dude, it was Alec so Baldwin. boring during Donald Trump's time. They, had, they literally had to fabricate Russian collusion. The most exciting thing in the news was the dossier and the P-tape. We all remember the P-tape. Come on, man. Those were great days. The good old days. The glory days, if oh, you will. Those writers that just got off strike, they all lived off of that for two, three years. I know, man. Did they even have to write? Come on. It was written for them. Yeah, read this part of the news and then end it with P-tape. <laughs> call, call it a day. You guys want to grab a beer? You just described 90% of all the Jimmy's monologues <laughs> leading into their late night programs. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy's. They've yet, one has yet to stand out from the other. And that new dude they got at the Daily Show, or they put him up for one episode, I assume he won't be back because he's a white guy. But, you know, he kind of just reminded me of another Jimmy almost, now that I think about it. And, you know, yeah. it's just all a bunch of jimmies. They got to do something about TV, dude. I was uh, scrolling through the, the guide the other day. I forgot what I was trying to find, but Survivor is on. And then after Survivor was The Amazing Race. Oh, yeah. Nice. Dude, I, I looked Survivor's on season 45. Wow. <laughs> How is that physically possible? Did we time warp? Is this based? Did CERN they, do something here? I had to look it up. It was, I think it was after season four or something. They started doing two seasons a year. That is absolutely insane, man. I can't believe that. But even at two seasons a year, dude, that's 20 years of surviving. It's <laughs> a lot of surviving. I, I, think, like, I think we know it's a puzzle. They should you know? change up the format, still call it Survivor, but just give someone an average day paycheck and have them live through the Biden economy. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Survivor. <laughs> Basically all of our lives right now, right? Go, go, go. <laughs> we got a new version of Survivor. It's really real. It's like the most real reality you've ever seen. 
<laughs> we follow right. we follow around a family during the Biden economy. New concept. We're gonna give you seventy k a year. <laughs> Holy shit, seventy k. We're gonna drop you in San Francisco <laughs> <laughs> with two kids. One of them's retarded. Good luck. And you're a white guy, dude. You're you're fuck. psycho. I was just about to say, yeah. Nobody is minority oh. of any type in this situation. It's a white person. So a you get straight white man stuck with two kids. <laughs> yeah. San Francisco. seventy oh, k. Oh, you're dead. That's dude, it, no man. Well, my my whole thing was I was looking at it. Survivor, forty five season. Nobody died. It's just like Mission Impossible. How many impossible missions? Can they... I'm starting to think these missions are probable. I'm starting to think the Survivor situation is just kind of. Laying around on a beach for a month. It seems, yeah, you know? very possible to survive. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> not impossible. Right? At that point, it's not surviving. It's just thriving. I you know? feel like the worst part about Survivor is, who's the biggest celebrity to come out of it? It has to be the gay dude who is naked all the time who won season one. That guy, Richard? I have, I have no idea who you're talking about. I was just thinking in my head, I don't remember a single one. I was also thinking about... <laughs> Uh, the TV shows that are designed to making somebody super famous, like The Voice or it, the first version of it, which was American Idol, and like, how many actual famous people were American Idols? For that show being on for like twenty uh, years Clay itself, Aiken, dude? that's what I'm saying. Ruben Sandwich, where's the where's Ruben Sandwich at? <laughs> uh, Ruben, dude. Yeah, man, Ruben Sandwich. Because he was a large man who probably enjoyed a good Reuben sandwich. <laughs> Is he still alive? It's I think those big guys. I remember it was uh, Reuben Stuttered, I believe. Stuttered, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Clay Aiken, Reuben Stuttered. I was uh, fully immense in the world of American Idol. Mike and I went to high school with an American Idol winner. That is correct. Everybody's favorite, the most famous, Lita Wise. That's right, you guessed it. <laughs> You guessed it. Famous for singing that U2 cover song, right? Lita Wise. Oh, yeah. Uh, Congrats, Lee. I have, you know, everything worked out for him, man. I think he's married to, like, a model, probably living somewhere in L.A., probably can't afford his rent. So, you know, I'm th- uh, I think he's doing good. Before, sooner or later. You know, I'm sure uh, he's touring and playing songs, <laughs> maybe even doing duets with Clay Aiken and Ruben Studdard. Dude, Ruben looking good, man. Did he like, Ozempic? He went the Ozempic. No, no, no. That's probably why he looks good. Like wow, the natural. He, he he's going. He he uh, embraced the bald. He oh, shaves yeah. the head, but nice. grows the beard. That's right. Nice and groomed. Hey, look good. He's still the same exact weight. <laughs> I don't think you've changed one thing. That's beautiful, man. I'm telling you, uh, the bald with the beard. It's a great look. It's it's a power move. Yeah, everybody says that, but man, it's hard to maintain. I'm just saying. Look at. John Travolta has been bald his whole his entire career. It was just rumored constantly and secretly known behind the scenes. And then all of a sudden he just decides to be bald, but he does it with the beard. And so nobody even cared because he looked so manly with that full beard. Yeah, that's the problem. You gotta be able to grow the you beard. You gotta be able to grow the beard. That's why, you know, you gotta mm. do the what's the uh the Rogaine and the beard? <laughs> the beard gain? Yeah, beard gain. <laughs> Get that thing going. <laughs> Maybe just inject some testosterone into your cheeks, right? Oh, you think foreskin will work? I think foreskin makes you look younger. <laughs> it actually takes the hair out. See? Oh. Yeah. It smooths the skin. You become you gotta become rugged and you know manly to get that stuff going, right? So you should do the butthole. Or, yeah, you could get the butt chin like Joe Biden apparently has now. Did you see the picture of this guy on Air Force One? No. He was interviewed yesterday after he went, allegedly, went to Israel, right, to meet with Bibi. Uh, (laughs) Bibi. Dude, they literally flew him in for eight hours. They did it just so they could say, he's been to two war zones. Yes, good call. I I didn't even think about that. Of course. He doesn't, yeah, but he still doesn't look like a war hero. You know? No, in fact, he looked worse than ever on this trip. He looked like a feeble old dementia riddled you know retard that's the only way i could put it he didn't he looked like he didn't know what was going on it looked like elder abuse honestly but on top of all of it 
I think because of how bad he looked during his BB meeting, and I love saying BB. Didn't he used to have another name? When did it become BB? <laughs> <laughs> like, only in the last few years it was BB. He used to be something, it was Benjamin Netanyahu, right? And yeah, now, yeah. now we call him BB Netanyahu. Well, it gives him a softer touch. I was going to say, Netanyahu, that's a Bond villain, man. Yeah, it's a tough one. Everything about that name, start to finish, Netanyahu, you're a Bond it villain. Kind of sounds like you're the kind of guy that bombs hospitals. Yes, <laughs> and I'm not going to say he did, but... <laughs> Anyways, you got to check out Biden on Air Force One after this botched press conference where he looked just completely out of his mind. He almost fell asleep at one point. And then he's, they pull out another Biden, I swear on my life, they pull out a different Biden on Air Force One, and his mask starts to sag, and then the chin, if you look it up right now online, it's all over the internet, this Biden with the two chins. It's the weirdest looking <laughs> thing, and it's, it's just, it was so obvious, it's not... It's not photoshopped or anything. You watch the video and you're you're literally watching him. You're like, what? What is going on with that man's chin right now? Like, what is happening? It's like bo- two sides, left and right of his chin, just start to drip almost off his face. It's so weird, man. And uh, he even does this move where he like adjusts the face mask. It, I'm telling you right now, it was a fake That's Biden. A little weird. Are you looking at the dual chin? Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little strange. It's either the mask is failing on him or. The devil is literally coming out of his body through his chin, and those are the horns. <laughs> right? Because then even the eyes don't look like him in that one. No, no, it's really creepy. And uh, but Biden had to go because there was major news out of the Gaza Strip. We got to talk about it, folks. It's very important because Israel bombed a hospital. Let's go live to NBC News foreign correspondent Raf Sanchez. He's in Ashdod, Israel, near the Gaza border, and. Raf, you have new information about who holds the responsibility for the explosion at the hospital in Gaza City. What do you know? Mika, that's right. Uh, this is coming from our Pentagon correspondent, Courtney Kuby. Two U.S. officials tell her that the United States has now independently assessed that it was a rocket from Palestinian Islamic Jihad, one of the smaller terror groups inside Gaza, that caused this explosion at the hospital in Gaza City. Now, this is the U.S. weighing in uh, in this disputed narrative about who is responsible for this explosion that seems to have caused so many lives in Gaza City. Two U.S. officials now saying that they have independently verified Israel's claim, which is that this was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket, which went wrong. And President (laughs) Biden, early this morning, when he first arrived in Israel, said that, he said to Israeli officials, it appears that the explosion at the hospital was caused by what he called the other team. He meant the Palestinians. He then was asked a little bit later, how do you know? And he said, data that was shown to me by the Department of Defense. And we are now hearing from these U.S. officials that the Pentagon does believe that it was a Palestinian rocket that caused this massive loss of life at this hospital. Yeah! For sure it was. The video was so obvious. Oh, God. And you know what the best part is, man? Every comedian, everybody tried to, like, do a joke or whatever. You know who's had the funniest comment about this? I can't wait, man. Joe Biden. I gotta give it. I gotta give it. Yeah. All right, man. He wasn't even trying to be funny. I don't have it, but I heard it. uh, Somebody played it. um, But anyways, dude, he he goes out there. He just straight up, straight face says it. He goes, it looks like it came from Hamas. Or it came from Palestine, whatever, you know? And then what does he say? He goes, just like they always say, you got to learn how to shoot straight. And I was like, dude, I was dying, dude. I literally took my phone out of my pocket. I had to rewind it and listen to it like five times. Because he like whispered it. I think a lot of people didn't hear it. Well, you missed the last part of that quote when he said, you know what I'm talking about, Alec. And he gave a little (laughs) wink into the camera. That's why he did the finger gun. Yeah, uh, like, Baldwin knows what I'm saying. hey <laughs> Dude, you gotta learn how to shoot straight. Oof. That is so... 
fucking funny. I mean, I think he was speaking to both parties, you know, not just Gaza, but also Ukraine. Let us never forget those two poor Polish farmers who lost their lives (laughs) tragically farming in the midst of this insane Russian-Ukrainian conflict, man. (laughs) Really, in my opinion, the only true innocent lives lost. Well, I want everybody to refocus back on that moment in time. Those two farmers almost started World World War III. (laughs) Remember that, man? Yeah, and now this hospital is, for sure. Dude, the people don't even care. They are around the Middle East protesting. They're storming our, uh, they stormed our fucking, in Beirut, they stormed our embassy. We also had our second Jan 6th moment here. The pro-Palestinians stormed the capital, and like 300 people got arrested or something like that. Zero news coverage, man. Shut the fuck, I didn't even hear about that. Yes, you saw some of, oh, it was all over, like, World News Tonight, Dave Muir loved it, man, he talked very passionately, almost like an animal, about how uh, these people were, and that was a little callback to Dave Muir uh, (laughs) being an animal, look it up, look it up, people, he's an animal. Uh, (laughs) For our gay brethren. He's an animal. And so, uh, yeah, like, uh, the rotunda area within the Capitol entrance uh, was totally overtaken by Palestinian, pro-Palestinian supporters. And I don't, I, Frank, I don't believe you because I cannot find anywhere where AOC is claiming she almost got raped. You know what? This time, she got raped, fully satisfied. Uh, that's oh, why you're not hearing good. anything about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh. oh, well, she got raped, but it was by Democrats. So she didn't even feel it. Well, the man rapist ended up being a biological woman in the end, and so it was really just oh, two half lesbians. of them had no dicks, and the other half couldn't get hard. <laughs> Too emotional. Oh man! So yeah, the pro-Palestinians took over the capital. A bunch of people got arrested, but it's you know it was a peaceful protest. What's the over/under here on Otario Centis? I'm going zero under. <laughs> We're going to have negative... In fact, they're going to find a Democrat locked up currently and just pull him out of jail. You're out of here, buddy! Oh, 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 no, 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 no. I think they're going to go the extreme opposite, actually, Frank. I see them claiming Tario orchestrated this attack, too. Wow, he's from get, jail! Yes! Oh, come on. Clearly, he's the organizer of this. This guy's fingerprints all over it. Give him another 20. I mean, he's obviously the joker of this Gotham City. I believe it's pretty clear at this point. The man is just oh, in yeah. control of all criminals. He wanted us to lock him up. <laughs> so, so you could devour all fell your fell into his trap. <laughs> oh my God! Who's watching the police station? Ah, he got more power in jail. Jesus! I gotta Christ. say, I really liked the Dark Knight, but that part kind of stupid, right? Like all the cops leave to go save. Where's Rachel and uh, Two Face? All the cops? Oh, that, I, I do. Come on, yeah. like all the cops, and then all the cops go underground during the Bane movie? All the cops? That one is so stupid. What's with the that Nolans b- believing in that, like, all the cops, all that, resources that would be, ever be dedicated to any scenario? I don't even think all cops were put there at 9 11, man. That one might have been all hands on deck. They were bringing in people from everywhere. It's possible. I'll take that one back. We'll retract that. Let's get the crew here. I was on a roll. I'll never never hold it against you when you're on a roll. I was feeling hot, but I'll I'll remember never to bring back 9-11, all right? I crossed the line. (laughs) Never forget. I'm just like like one of them now. I can't uh, stop thinking about it, and I've got to bring it up. I mean, we keep talking about rockets, guns, shooting straight. There's only one thing on my mind, people, and you know what it is. Nearly two years after Alec Baldwin fatally shot cinematographer (laughs) Helena Hutchins on the Russ movie set, a stunning new plot twist in the case. New Mexico prosecutors want to recharge the actor and producer with involuntary manslaughter. This after dismissing the same charge against Baldwin in April. The special prosecutor telling NBC News, based on our lengthy and detailed investigation, it is appropriate for a grand jury to make a decision on whether the case should proceed. 
Two sources familiar with the investigation say that prosecutors had recently discussed with Baldwin pleading to a lesser charge, but that offer was rescinded over the weekend. One source tells us that the case, which will be brought before a grand jury in mid-November, came together after prosecutors found new evidence that they believe... Ah, uh, yeah, it turns out in the evidence, it looks like when uh, a gun is fired, uh, somebody pulls the trigger. <laughs> See? Uh, so it seems like somebody must have pulled the trigger. Yeah, Connects... Oh, yeah, no, it's a... Uh... I was just trying to paint it in a more simpler way for everybody yeah, no, out there. I can't there. believe this is. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe they're opening opening the case again. What's going on here? Dana Carvey and David Spade. They have a podcast. I think it's called Fly on the Wall, if I'm not mistaken. They typically interview SNL, uh, you know, people, alums, uh, you know, just everybody who's been in and out of that place and guests and all that stuff. And they had Alec Baldwin on a while back, and. I was shocked at how glowing they spoke of him, like he was the greatest actor of all time. I'm doubly shocked because we all know the greatest actor of all time is Nicolas Cage. I mean, that's <laughs> undeniable, all right? But it was just crazy how this man is, he's, he is essentially totally guilty of killing this human being, and he's been walking free ever since, and he even did a special on 2020 claiming he didn't do it. He doesn't know who pulled the trigger. It wasn't him, even though his finger was on the trigger. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. And these dudes were just talking about how he's the greatest human being to ever walk the earth. <laughs> he killed someone. Alec Baldwin and OJ need to start a podcast called What's Wrong With You? <laughs> <laughs> Where they just... You call in and they tell you what's wrong with you morally. Yes, man. I'm very excited for this movie to come out, and I just, um, again, I'm, I'm slightly, this is maybe my big obsession this year. I know everybody had the tin can that went down to see the Titanic and Hunter Biden, which we've all suddenly totally forgot about. You notice that? <laughs> Ain't nobody talking Hunter Biden right now. I, I'm, I'm a little curious who wrote the checks to start this war. You know we probably saying? funded Hamas. Oh, I, I have a uh, feeling, dude, that uh, we needed to bury some major news cycles and bury them quick, and so we thought a little holy war in the Middle East might do the trick. <laughs> That's right. Nobody talks Hunter Biden. Uh, did but, you, uh, did oh, you happen yeah. to catch any of the, like, Democracy Now! or anything today? I have... I have two Democracy Now! clips on our docket today. <laughs> oh, wow. That's how much I loved, loved Democracy Now! today. Dude, it was really funny listening to them talk about the, uh, the hospital. They're, they're refusing to admit that it came from uh, Palestine. I almost clipped it, but it was an enormous chunk of her headlines. And then she ended up dedicating, I believe, a portion of the main part of the show Oh, to, like 15 minutes, like to two different guests who were pro-Palestinians. Unbelievable. Dude, they were, and they all agree. Dude, you should, dude, one lady goes, if you look back, Hamas has never fired a rocket that killed 500 people. Like, what does that even mean? Because <laughs> the rocket killed 500 people? I mean, they, they killed know? 250 innocent kids at that festival, man. It was gruesome. No, they were saying they don't have a rocket big enough to kill 500 people. Right, so they paraglide with machetes and machine guns. <laughs> All right. But I'm just saying, that's no, that's no evidence of who shot the rocket when you just have a number of people that's dead. Right. Like, that's no evidence at all, really. That's just a, it's a totally irrelevant... Like, don't, none of them talked about trajectory or anything or, like, video footage or anything, like... They talked about the size of the crater and the number of people dead. That's all they kept talking about was number of people dead. And they're like, even if Hamas makes a mistake, their rockets can't kill five. We've already seen this play out multiple times just in our lives, let alone in the thousands of years of this conflict. You know, you poke the bear. You're going to get mauled, man. <laughs> Especially if you're a bear that doesn't know how to control your claws. I'm just saying, dude, I mean, we know the brute militaristic force backing Israel. I'm not just talking about what Israel has. I'm talking about us backing Israel. Like, why would you even think about doing something like this unless you had a good inclination that it would lead to something larger? Yeah, I don't know, dude. It can't be reassuring when you're like... <laughs> 
shooting rockets made out of water pipes. <laughs> like going in there with rusty AKs, then you hear two aircraft carriers are now pulling up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. It's, two aircraft yeah, carriers. Yeah, man. That, we talked about it the second this unfolded. We did the show on the Sunday, and when did the attack happen? Like that night. And we immediately said it. They're going to level the Gaza Strip. That's it. Oh, yeah. What do you guys expect? Like, you just. And th- Looking back now, we have a little hindsight. It is still very bizarre that this highly fortified area was infiltrated so easily. It still is a little strange. And I don't know if you follow Charlie Kirk at all, but he's a conservative podcast fella out there, and he uh, had a little viral clip going around. I can't remember whose show he was being interviewed on, but he was discussing how right before this happened, what we don't know about here in America, because we were obsessed with the Trump indictments and Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, they were on the verge of civil war in Israel, and Bibi was dealing with a major uprising on his hands that was kind of spilling over into, you know, kind of out of control, where they maybe need some martial law. And so... It is strange that there was, it seems like there was almost some sort of call down that occurred where the fences were just not guarded and these individuals were able to cross through very easily. Yeah. And the timing of it, of the attack, really was a great way to stop the civil war or uprising going on in Israel and then conversely wage a hefty little war against. Hamas and level the Gaza Strip like I've been saying and give Oprah her beachfront property that she's been wanting on the Red Sea there <laughs> or Mediterranean wherever it is right yeah, maybe I don't know even if it is I don't even care because if I leave my door open that doesn't give you the right to rob me just because I made it easier for you I'm you know? totally in the boat of I'm in this <laughs> I mean it just proves like what does that even prove that if we let our guard down for 10 minutes, you guys are going to come and rape our women and uh, kill our children and everything? Oh, that was the best part about the Amy Goodman thing. <laughs> when they, when the, when the, they, they were all talking about how they haven't yet proven that they raped the woman. <laughs> like, whoa, that's, that's what you guys are going to, that's what, Anyway, I mean, That's a lot of sensationalized stories came out of that event instantaneously and flooded the internet and in the day and age of AI and the deep fake technology and everything else that goes with it. What do we know is true and what isn't? We, we don't. And we could okay. be easily captivated by sensationalized information. To, to justify what they were saying, they were talking, they literally brought up the beheaded babies. Right. And how... It came out that 40 beheaded babies. And then they go, and in the end, it turned out to be just a couple. I mean, one beheaded baby is fucking so terrible. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not really into some... (laughs) I I don't care if it was one or 40. It's fucking... I think we can draw a nice little line here, and we can pick a side. It's very easy. I'm going to be on the side that doesn't behead babies. And then you guys could be on the side that does behead babies. And then uh, we'll see who's right in the end. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, dude. Justifying it because it was only a couple babies? That's just a couple babies got beheaded. And they were Jews. Hey, man, compared, you know, terrible. <laughs> compared to what Hillary Clinton does on Epstein Island, dude, is, you know, drop in the bucket, dude. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. That just seems a little... It's a little Seems like out a hard there. stance to take. Yeah, you know? I mean, uh, the whole thing to me is this uh, terrorist attack happened against a bigger power. The bigger power responded with its brute force. Lots of casualties on the smaller, poor country. It's no different than 9-11. I'm bringing it back, folks. That's right. I'm testing the waters. Yeah. <laughs> it's no different than 9-11. Poke the bear, you get mauled. What happened? Uh, We had the terrorist attack on the buildings. Fake or not, it occurred. And what did we do? We bombed any Arab country we decided to bomb. And to be fair, nobody attacked us. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? You'd think we'd get more, you know, days of jihad. Hmm. 
I think something's coming. Everybody keeps saying something is coming. It's been too long. I like talk- I know, but um, 9-11 happened when nobody was talking about something coming. Right. Yeah, they hit you when you least expect it. Get you when you're doing good, man. Uh, when you're high on your game. Yeah. When you're feeling up in the clouds, right? And then they're going to bring you down to earth. Destroy your life, man. Yeah. yeah right. Well, dude, uh, I just had to look it up while we were talking about this. I love it. I, I, I talked about the uh, aircraft carriers. Oh, yeah. They have gunships that can shoot 15 miles. Shoot out 15 miles? <laughs> like, out of existence? They can hit a target 15 miles away. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. That's literally here to downtown Chicago. I don't know. I mean, it just Gaza's toast. It just everybody knew it the second the attack happened. Whether or not it was allowed, kind of like 9-11, you know, it's just... The, you know, if you're the terrorist and you're like, hey, we got some info, some intel that like they're gonna let us walk through the gates and do some terror, man. No, not one terrorist in there was like, hey, you know, uh, maybe it's a trap. Maybe uh, we're gonna do this thing and then they're gonna just bomb the hell and level our country. You right? Yeah, man. You know, if if you need a reason to go to war with somebody. Let a couple of their jackass terrorists in to do a little damage, and then you have your reason. Hmm. You know, did you hear about the uh, the uh, volcano in Italy? I did not, man. Dude, it's like next to Pompeii or something like that. All right, uh, yeah. Is this Vesuvius? No, no, it's uh, like next to Vesuvius. That's all right. Oh, Vesuvius is the Pompeii. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But oh, this yeah. one's like next to it or something. Uh, apparently, it's like even bigger, and they've been having like constant earthquakes up there. That's not good, man. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of a lot of people are speculating that it's been. I forget what they said, but that like it it erupts every thousand years or something, and it hasn't erupted in like three thousand years. That's pretty yeah, wild. So. We're due, and it is also kind of interesting because. It's shocking. Nobody's talking about it. Afghanistan has had three major earthquakes in two weeks and nonstop tremors. Like the the land of Afghanistan is water at this point. (laughs) It's been rubbleized, man. (laughs) It's quicksand. It's craziness that like how many earthquakes they're having there. And it's absolutely devastating. And they're heading into winter and all the infrastructure is destroyed there. Nobody's talking about it. We're we're obsessed with it. we were running a little behind tonight, and so I had a little time to kill and checking out, as I always do, you know, do a little quick dip into the CNN, see what they're obsessing over. 30 minutes straight, dude, on Palestine. Yeah, that's all. Uh, it's Nothing a big, else. It's that's a big it. distraction. Now, Trump was a failure. Nobody cares about the indictment. Isn't it starting to come to the reality here, right? We're seeing the light now. The whole Trump thing was so much bullshit that even the side that wanted it so bad didn't even care for it. Rob Reiner, his blue balls, man. I feel bad for the guy. Uh, I think even even he sounds like he's faking it now. You know, it's like, are you really that excited? Yeah, he is faking his orgasms, isn't he? I got, <laughs> I've been noticing that too, actually. It doesn't have the same pizzazz behind it in, in those tweets, man. I don't know, and it doesn't really seem like he's that dangerous for democracy. I don't know. Now, that, especially now that you're telling me the Palestinians stormed the capital, that's crazy. The images Holy are shit. bizarre. I mean, they're pro-Palestine. They're taking over the capital. It's totally cool with everybody because the Democrats are pro-fascist, pro-Palestine, pro everything anti-America <laughs> at this point. The Democrats <laughs> support everything not America. And if you think I'm wrong, right as we speak, right now, Joe Biden is live on national television, and he's gonna he's doing a speech unless he uh, unless he passed out and they had to just uh, you know bring out the camel. But um, uh, it's him. His chin does look weird. Dude. Something happened to that guy's chin. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I think it happened on the plane, and because it went viral, now they're gonna have to keep rolling out that mask. Maybe, maybe the cabin lost pressure. Yes, no, like, I think something like a, happened, dude, and it, like, suctioned in. It's fucking like weird. A fake, like one of his old facelifts lift, failed. So, I, again, I think it was a masked fella in, you know, playing Joe Biden. 
But Joe Biden's doing a speech tonight how they want to package a deal for $100 billion to Israel and Ukraine. But the, the, where are we getting all this money? Oh, my, dude, we can't just keep printing money. $100 billion, dude? $100 billion. This is our money. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll agree, I guess, to Israel. If you say no more Ukraine, why are you tacking on Ukraine here? It's because 10% goes to the big guy. And it's like $60 billion for Ukraine. Outrageous, man. This is like a fucking 60 scam. for Ukraine, 20 for Israel, and then like 20 for somebody else. I forgot who. It is unaffordable to live in this country currently, everywhere you go. And we're sending hundreds of billions of dollars to wars none of us want anything to do with. I never, yeah, no, well, I think we should help Israel. It's our only ally in the Middle East. What do they need it's- help with? They've. They have destroyed Gaza Strip. It's, it's over. I know, but we need to be there in case uh, the other countries think, are thinking about stepping up, you know? All right. All right. I guess so. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm against the money going to other countries right now. You know, I really miss this idea. It was working out really good for about four years. I'll say three because of the pandemic. America first. It was awesome. <laughs> Pretty nice. Things were pretty good. We were pretty peaceful. focused on us here at home. We were doing things for this country, man. Yeah, things were pretty good. <laughs> things were good, too. Uh, so there's this new guy. He's running in Canada. Pierre Polive. Have you, have you heard of this fellow? No, I hate him already. I knew you would, but you're going to love this <laughs> clip. So it was going viral all weekend. I, maybe this weekend, but for the last few days, I dismissed it. I just kind of wasn't into it. Uh, All the Republicans here, you know, were tweeting about how it's this guy owning this woke journalist and all this stuff. And so, you know, I kind of wasn't too into it. Then I finally gave it a go and listened to it. And I believe this guy's running against Trudeau. And his response, first of all, the way he handles the questioning from this reporter is a masterclass. And then what he says at the end is just what I truly wish I could hear from anybody. If any one of those dingleberries on the stage at that next Republican debate going on would say anything remotely close to what this guy is pronouncing here, uh, I'd like, I would vote for them in a heartbeat. Uh, we need more of this. I love what this guy says here. And it went viral, I believe, because he was uh, munching on an apple while he talked to the reporter. So it kind of <laughs> gave this arrogance out. And oh, it, it's so it, insulting. Uh, it was very insulting. Uh, and the reporter, in all respect, it, it sounds like a, a total idiot. So uh, it's, it's a beautiful scene. Well, he um, is Canadian. And we can shit on them all we want now. Can't get played. There. Yeah, we're not, our podcast isn't allowed in Canada now. This is great. <laughs> Thanks, Canada. Go fuck yourselves. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to play this. Uh, dude, I really like him. I wish we had more politicians like him here in America. Um, on the on the topic, I mean, in terms of your sort of strategy currently, you're obviously taking the populist uh, pathway. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> well, ap- appealing appealing to people's uh, more emotional levels, I would guess. Um, I mean, what certainly, you mean certainly, you, certainly, you tap, certainly you tap certainly you tap very strong ideological language quite frequently. Like what? Uh, left wing, you know this and that. Right wing, they, you know. I mean, it's that that type I of ideological stuff. I never really talk about left but or right. Anyways, a lot I of people don't pe- really believe in that. Okay, a lot of people would would say that you're simply taking a page out of the. This reporter's so Canadian and so soft, dude. He's <laughs> like, okay, uh, and then uh, oh, sorry. Just okay. look at him in the eye and say, you know what the fuck I mean, asshole. Now let me get to my question. Okay, you sorry, know? sorry, okay, okay. Yeah. Donald Trump. Uh, book. Like which people would say that? Well, I'm sure a great many Canadians, but like who? 
I don't know who, but... Well, you're um, the one who asked the question, so <laughs> yeah. you must know somebody. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sure there's some out there, okay. but anyways, the, the, point of this, the point of this question is, I mean, why should, why should Canadians trust you with their vote, given, you know, not, not just the sort of ideological inclination in terms of taking the page of Donald Trump's book, but also... What are you also talking about? What page? What page? Can you give okay. me a page? Give me the page. <laughs> you keep in, saying in terms, of, in terms of turning things quite dramatically in terms of, of Trudeau and, and the left wing and all of this, I mean, you, you, you make quite a, you know, it's, it's quite a play that you make on it. So I'm, I'm not just sure. I don't, under, I don't know what your question okay. is. Then forget that. Why should Canadians trust you with their vote? Common sense. Okay. Common sense for, for a change. We're going to make common sense common in this country. We don't have any common sense in the current government. You know, the guy prints $600 billion, grows our money supply by 32% in three years. That's growing the money eight times faster than the economy. No wonder we have the worst infl inflation in four decades. I'm going to cap spending, cut waste, so that we can balance the budget and bring down inflation and interest rates. You'll want to be able to pay your mortgage again. You want to be able to afford rent. Then you have to vote for Pierre Polyev because I'm the only one with a common sense plan that will bring back the buying power of your paycheck. Oh, amen, brother. Please, can we get some of that in the States, man? Yeah, you sounded more like a Peter than a Pierre. And you see, even he knows his last name's gay. He, I know. like, mumbles it. Like, he goes, Polo yeah, Bay. Yeah, Polo It's like, yeah, Polo yeah. 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 You know true. what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he knows. <laughs> I like this guy. I want to hear more of this from the Republicans in America, please. Stop. Oh, you'll never hear from this guy again. They're, he's gone. They're, they are going to JFK this man, no doubt about it. Oh, he'll never win. It's <laughs> Canada. Oh, yeah, that whole system is rigged beyond belief. They'll shut everything down for a cough, and then everyone will mail in their ballots, and Trudeau will win by 100%. <laughs> With Macron as his first lady. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, Here, it's just so refreshing. They need to bring back the old traditions and just let them get married. You know, combine the nations. Yes, they would be a lovely couple. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I just... The reason I was kind of obsessing over this today is because the other obsession in our news media to the left of, or to the right of, or I don't know which way, <clears throat> of the uh, news obsession with Israel and Hamas is the Speaker of the House debacle with Jim Jordan and it was Scalise and now who knows what. Uh, you know, like, we can't even get our parties to agree with one another. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares about that situation. You know, like, in the scrapping and the, the going back and forth, I, we played a clip of Matt Gates sounding kind of similar to this guy, a little more idiotic, definitely more bro-y, uh, you know, frat bro guy, but, you know, it was on the same vein of, you know, we got to balance the budget and cut the spending and stop printing money, man. Yeah, but I mean, he problem. turned out to be an idiot, man. This was a terrible decision. Who, uh, Matt Gates? Should have just kept McCarthy. Yeah, you know, somebody said it the other day, and I, I, I totally forgot. I didn't even think about it through this whole thing. That's third in line for the president. I know. It's a very important position. And right now, it's just a temp. Aren't we maybe better off, though? He's not getting the same kickbacks. Maybe he's not influenced the same like the rest. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's better. It doesn't even matter. I don't know. They're not going to get anything done anyways. That's the if they point, get together, man. all they're going to do is spend more money. Yeah. You know they're I mean? gonna... It might be better to just not have Congress for a year. Right. That's what I'm thinking. The longer yeah. they're not doing stuff, the m the less bills, like whatever that green energy bullshit infrastructure bill they passed was, or the uh, Inflation <laughs> Reduction Act. Like we'll get less Inflation Reduction Acts, and that'll be better for the country. Less is It'll more. It'll actually reduce inflation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You guys all look tired. Just go take a vacay. About about twelve months. <laughs> Just keep fighting amongst yourselves, actually. Let's lock them all in a room, let them fight amongst themselves, and us Americans will just work and run the country. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, think about all the money we would save. 
Do we Fuck it, need... get rid of all the entitlements. I was just like, do we even need these assholes anymore? Why do we even vote for these people? Well, yeah, because then the retards won't get paid. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Uh, they, they played a Corolla and Adam, or uh, Adam, and Drew, Adam and Drew classic with uh, Theo Vaughn. Oh, I saw that. I meant to text you about it. Yeah, I'm glad you checked it out. Ah, uh, you gotta hear it. So Theo Vaughn explains, and I knew this was a thing, but I never heard the. I never heard it called it. They call it a dummy check. And in the South, dude, I know. In the South, you get you go into these neighborhoods, right? Oh yeah. I'm sure they. Ha- I'm sure they have it in Illinois too, like outside the cities, but. You go to these. You'll end up. You'll go to these towns, and every family has a dumb kid, and it's a kid that they just they. They keep him out of school so that he doesn't get smart, and then he fails all the tests, and then he gets the disability check. And they wow. Call the, dum- the dummy they, check, dude. They literally call the kid the dummy check. Oh, uh, and we, we actually intimately know what that's about, actually. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's why it crazy. broke my heart when I heard it. Because I, it was like, We wow, know one. Is... We know a dummy check out there. Yeah. Uh, crazy. I um, bl- am blown away by that. I didn't know that was a thing, but... That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. He was, you know what I mean. And then when you, oh, if you start looking into it, it's so sad. Well, they also, find, they'll, <laughs> like they'll, you'll have four kids, and you literally just pick the one you think is the dumbest, and you just keep them dumb, and they end up just having a, such a terrible life. That's uh, rough, man. Yeah, that maybe that's how you get those Forrest Gumps out there. Frank, he was a genius. Well, yeah, well, was he? No, I think he was just, didn't he, like, kind of have dumb luck? Yeah, not a genius. He was a hero. That's what I was looking for. I always felt like that was the story of Forrest Gump. Like, he was dumb, but he had this, like, weird luck going on there. The dumb luck. Yeah, I think it was the, the best, the whole point of the story. Like, just keep trying. Everybody told him he couldn't. He just did, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, Forrest Gump's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, even though Tom Hanks probably a satanic pedophile, I get it, but I dig on the the Forrest Gump. It was a fun flick. I mean, how could you not say Tom Hanks definitely better than Nick Cage? Better? Tom oh, Hanks kind of plays Tom Hanks. No, For- <laughs> bro, dude, Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's Tom that's, Hanks plays real people. Apollo thirteen, he plays like real people that existed. No, you Nick ju- I just Cage caught you in your lie. One real person, Nick you, Cage. That was a huge lie right there. No real people actually went to the moon, dude. Right there, you, you just. Uh... Uh, I didn't say they went to the moon. I said people that existed. <laughs> okay, I'll give it to you, man. I've been reading up on the moon. I know everybody loves my theory, which is the greatest theory of all time that the moon is flat. Flat moon theory. <laughs> Did you see over the weekend here in Colorado, we got to witness the solar eclipse? I didn't bring it up. Yeah, it was very awesome. I didn't buy the specialty glasses or anything. Em and I just walked out into the yard like retards and stared at the sun like total buffoons. And uh, now I'm blind. Uh, Yeah, that's that's why we do an audio show. Uh, We call those dummy checks. That's right, dummy checks. Hey, call back. But people who had the sophisticated equipment and the photography available to take images of the eclipse, and it was the ring of fire, uh, many people captured a plasma blast through the moon. Mm. And there's a lot of theories that were out there before we allegedly went to the moon that the moon is, uh, is made of plasma, much like I believe, isn't that what the sun is, right? Yeah. And so was it blue? Well, in the infrared it's like a white it's uh, it was it, infrared. Yeah, well or whatever, it's the image. I don't know how, you know, how they did it, but uh it was seen by many people and so it kind of uh for a lot of the flat earthers out there or for me, the flat mooners out there, we we saw it as kind of proof that the moon just isn't quite what they say it is. Mm. Because you got the solar eclipse coming, and all of a sudden you see a slow a solar flare go kind of through the moon. Yeah, I actually think you're wrong. I think it's actually proving 
you're wrong and that it is a ball. You know, I'd have to see it, but it most likely is the gravity of the moon bending the the the, uh, the light rays. Hey, man, I'm just saying, check out the uh, footage for yourself. It's out there, and I'm not saying it proves flat moon. I'm saying it's interesting. And Mike, you're correct. Maybe it is a ball. Uh, that what people are saying and what a lot of theories out there have been for decades, even maybe even a hundred years or so, is that the moon is plasma, not this rock or something that man can land on and stand on and hit golf balls off of and drive a, a, a dune buggy around. And by the way, we, we go to the moon and we hit golf balls and drive dune buggies around? Get out of here, man. <laughs> the dune <laughs> the dune buggies was to explore different areas. I, I know what they were for. <laughs> I mean, golf ball is a little crazy. That was a little showing off. That was like our tenth time up there. You know what are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm do. starting to think we never actually went, and then you maybe you can't go. You know, in the Bible, you got the firmament, you got the waters from the waters, and then you know God he creates uh, the sun and the moon, and and the sun is the light for the day, and the moon is the light for the night. So they they should be you know essentially the same energies, right? No, because the the light of the moon is just it's the reflection of the sun. You're right, folks. That's why the moon is flat. Get it through your heads. <laughs> it's a satellite. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> it's probably flat. Oh, man. I, yeah, I'm just saying it's uh, very possible. I think everybody should look into it at some point. Uh, we got a little time here, right? I think we do, actually. Uh, we got a quick one that I could toss out there. I was perusing the news as I do on the daily basis, and every once in a while, I come across something that just tickles me. Not so much in a funny way, but kind of in a funny way. Only because it's interesting, right? Like, sometimes people... You know, in this world, in this life, they're just, they're just not lucky. You know what I'm saying? They just have no, no good luck. And that's why I got a great clip for us today. It's the Georgia man. Back in the U.S., in Georgia, a man who was wrongfully... And I hope you all have that tall Oof. glass of water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ...prison for 16 years for a crime he didn't commit, was killed by police Monday. Leonard... Did you catch that? Let me go back for you all. Back in the U.S., in Georgia, a man who was wrongfully imprisoned for 16 years for a crime he didn't commit was killed by police Monday. Leonard Allen Cure, a black man, was driving on a highway in Camden County near the Georgia-Florida state line when a sheriff's deputy pulled him over reportedly for speeding. The officer notified him he'd be arrested before shocking him with a taser at least twice, beating him with a baton, then fatally shooting him. Wow! The 53-year-old man was released from a Florida prison in 2020 after he was exonerated for an armed robbery conviction from 2004. Since his release, he often gave inspirational talks to high school students and had plans to go to college. He was also beloved for his Michael Jackson impersonations. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love how she's, she, in great detail, explained. The, co the cop wrestled him to the ground, beat him with a baton, tased him not once but two times, and then shot him. It was the guy, was the guy singing hymns the whole time? Or was he... You know, you know, how did how did the altercation start? What was the guy doing while the cop was hitting him with a baton and tasing him? It was crazy. The you man know? was reading scripture. It was beautiful uh, <laughs> as he was going down. It's, it's it's been my experience in my short thirty five years of life. Uh, you only get tased a second time because you didn't go down <laughs> the first time. <laughs> so they released the body cam footage, and the dude like is wrestling the cop. While he's being tased, the, like the guy, like he tases him twice. The dude's still fighting him, and then he starts beating him with the baton. With the baton, the dude's still fighting against him, and he's saying all this stuff about he's not going back to jail. And then you know, and ends up getting shot. Man, it's just wow. That's the worst luck, dude. You go to jail twenty years ago because you're wrongfully convicted, 
And then you're out and you're speeding along, living life, listening to some Beach Boys, having a good time, right? And then you <laughs> you get pulled over for the speeding, you know? And this guy pulls you out of the you car. You pulled over by an animal. Right? <laughs> He's just out looking to shoot a black man. Tased, beaten, and shot to death. What a horrifying life this guy. I mean, I mean, nobody talks about the perspective of the cop, dude. Oh, imagine, imagine you have this large man. (laughs) You've tased him twice. You just hit him in the head with a fucking baton (laughs) as hard as you can, and he's still coming at you. Jesus Christ, that I mean. And you pulled him over. You did like a you know some check on him. You know he's an ex-con. Like there's. You're already a little heightened here. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, dude. Wow. I hate the way they describe it. It's Oh, that was my favorite part about it. One thing about what he did. did no, you, he, so Frank, my favorite. he just pulled over and then he got taped twice, beaten <laughs> in the head with a baton, and then shot. The best like, part. What the fuck? Was this a lynching? Dude, at the end, she talks about how he was like a community member and he planned to go to college at 58 <laughs> years old, right? He's going to go to college, dude. Plus, you got, how many years ago did you get out of prison, dude? <laughs> Was that in your tenure plan? I got a brother right. who's been planning to go to college for 15 years. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> we're still waiting. You know. That was after seven at community college. <laughs> Plan to go to college. The ex-con speeding on the highway, fighting cops when he gets pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why he was racing for registration. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to be a coder. Register for classes. <laughs> Yeah, man, he's going to do some uh, data analysis. I think analysis. he's going to study criminal justice. <laughs> wanted to be a cop. Help the community. I'm sorry, it's a tragic death, no doubt about it, but Amy Goodman just, and she always sneaks in when she says the guy's like, Terrence Mann, a black man. Like, she always throws in the black man, beaten to death by... The white man. It's always going that route, and then a black man. These dudes pulled over for speeding, then tased twice, beaten with the baton. Dude, come on, man. These guys who are killed are always so beloved. They are just community icons, man. Legends, Uh, dude. It's it's so sad. How many how many beautiful Americans have been taken senselessly that everybody loved in their neighborhoods? Just wait, Sunday. I can't wait to have a clip of Benjamin Crump. (laughs) speeding is wrong but it's not a death sentence (laughs) this man died because he was speeding (laughs) you know there's only one answer to this Frank what is that we need to stop pulling people over for speeding clearly I couldn't agree more. I have a place where I love to speed and I got pulled over as I told everyone uh, and I've been driving down this way again, and it's apparent now that me and every other human being who takes this route got pulled over last week because (laughs) the second we all turn the corner, everyone drops 20 miles an hour. Everybody, dude. It's like, and nobody honks. No one's angry. We're all just cruising slowly through this one strip, man. It's so funny, dude. They busted so many people, man. So many people. Oh, you notice nobody good. even has their coffee. Nobody can afford it now. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> We're all cold sweating, just going 30 miles an hour down this road together in a mess. <laughs> oh, this is so good. How many years do you think this cop's going to get? I'm going 10. I'm going 10 plus. Oh, uh... I'm going to go Atario. This man gets Atario. You're going 22? Going the deuce deuce? I'm going the deuce deuce Tario. <laughs> <laughs> the deuce deuce T? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. We, well, they had to really ramp it up because, you know, I think people are going to vote the other way uh, this next election unless they get their 10,000 mules out. Where's my Dinesh? But, uh, you know, oh, I, it's going to have to be like 40,000. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying, man. I, so they got to get all the woke out now while they still can. Uh, and speaking of getting it out while we still can, folks, we have hit that point in time. There is no doubt about it. It is the fastest uh, hour I in the universe. I could have talked about that Georgia guy for 20 more minutes. Oh, we could, we could start the next one Oof. with Georgia, man. It's yeah, one of my that favorites. That was a great clip. <laughs> I know. <laughs> one of my favorite clips because it really sums up the bias of the media. Right there. <laughs> like, that, you just want me to hate that cop. 
Yes, so badly. Even though they released the footage right away. Like, here you go. The black man known for singing hymns in church. The love! <laughs> <laughs>